0: Welcome back to the John Clay Podcast. I'm John Clay, sports columnist with the Lexington Herald Leader at Kentucky.com. It is Thursday, August the 12th, 2021. Kentucky football is wrapping up their first week of training camp in preparation for the September 4th opener against Louisiana Monroe. And on this podcast, you're going to hear from... Head Coach Mark Stoops, Offensive Coordinator Liam Cohen, and Defensive Coordinator Brad White. We heard from Mark and Liam on Tuesday. We heard from Brad earlier today after practice today. Uh, kind of give you a sense of how things have gone the first week. So you're going to hear the press conferences we had with the, with those guys in, in their entirety. And we're going to start off with Mark, and then we'll have Liam Cohen and Brad White. So without any further ado, let's get right to it. First, it's UK Head Coach Mark Stoops.
2: How's everybody doing? Good, how are you? Good. Good. How are you? Good. All right, uh, I'm pleased with uh, where we're at. Obviously, there's a heck of a lot of work to be done. Um, we just finished a five-day stretch, which is hard. You know, it's hard to begin beginning a- camp, no matter how hard. Uh, these guys train, lift, run. Uh, football's different. And uh, pleased that we got five straight in before I give them a break tomorrow. Um, no major injuries. Uh, guys are working really hard. We, um, you know, we're cutting down on the mistakes. You could tell by the open practice. You guys were at Tuesday or Saturday. Um, definitely a bit, a bit sloppy. Each and every day, it's getting cleaner, getting better. Uh, still quite a bit of work to do, but I love the way these guys are working, and uh, I feel good about this team. Mark said no major injuries. Is there anybody bruised up or? Might not be available next few days. Um, I don't. I don't think right off the top of my head. There's a few. You know, we'll see. I mean, there's nothing. Nothing to report. Let's put it that way. Yeah, there's always going to be bumps and bruises, and a couple guys. were not 100% at their practice right now. But nothing that I see. Long term.
1: Have, have the running backs' roles changed? It looked like they were doing a lot
2: more out there on Saturday. Roles changed as far as
1: catching passes. Well, repel- of
2: course. Um, I mean, it's a different, different system. So, um, for sure, uh, we'll be different and utilized differently. We have different run plays that you probably noticed. Um, so, it's definitely different. What do
1: you like about Jaton's play so far?
2: Well, Jeton, um you know, as I mentioned throughout the spring, you know, through spring and the first five, uh, generally is very good with, with catching the football, making some plays out of the backfield. And, uh, you know, he does a lot of things well, to be honest with you, he's pretty pretty complete player, so he's doing a good job.
1: Any of the young guys, uh, through freshmen, stand out to you so
2: far? Um, I think, you no, know, it's always a little early for me to, to say that and put those on guys, you know, and start naming names. Um, I, I really like the group. I know that gets boring. Everybody wants to grab onto something, but the group is really good and uh, working, working hard. They're going to help us. I think the, the receiver group in general, you know, we needed that to be a good group. And they are, and uh, so I'm pleased with that.
1: How was Isaiah taken to tight end?
2: Very natural, surprisingly natural. Um, not there yet, but but has has um, he has that understanding and, and um, you know he fits in you know better than I thought he would earlier. Um, you know, so that's been really good to see. Uh, it's nice to you know in this system a little a little different than we were a year ago. Um, as far as the run game and, and utilizing the tight ends which is good and without getting into too much detail you don't need to be that you know all the time be that six foot five 260 pound tight end you know so just with the way we block and with the outside zone and not having to dig out these sec defense linemen all day long um it's a little different and you could utilize somebody as athletic as he is
0: Marcus Harris got some stars last year, and obviously it would have been in the practice you all liked, what you saw him,
2: but things not seem to click. Do you think he's got a reset now? Uh, he We'll, talk about we'll see. I mean, uh, I, I, I noticed a couple plays today that I liked uh, him working some one-on-ones and against some press coverage and, and uh, making some plays, so that was good to see. Um, just off the top of my head Lon, but uh, you know, he's he's another guy that's been steady and, and hopefully we'll take another another step Liam was supposed to be here
0: today. Uh, I think he's, he's coming, coming over. He's okay. coming. Okay.
2: Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He'll be here. Just want to make just sure he's still you, here You tired <laughs> of tired of seeing <laughs> me. <everything.
0: laughs> that mean, have I, before, I, you haven't seen
2: me for a couple days just,
0: <laughs> oh, so. quite about, so. What about your young guys on the defensive line? Uh, are they showing up so far?
2: They are um Marquand's been out until today, with uh, with something uh, with the, with the, with an issue that's getting cleared up now, and so we expect him back with no problems. Um, but w- with that, the young guys got a bunch of reps. that knows and and are really doing a good job. And uh, like that red shirts or the red freshman class or the second year guys, um, really doing a good job. The, the true freshman D lineman got the length we we're looking for, you know, really, really long, which we needed because that, that uh, sophomore class or second year class, you know, were really good players, but they didn't have the, li- the length sometimes that we like.
1: To, to John's point, though, you, you normally come out here unexpectedly to give us some bad news. Do you just like your team? I mean, I, uh, well, I mean,
2: I didn't know I was uh, not supposed to come over here today. I mean, you know, so I, I, I was. Kind of I, 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 I really thought you guys just wanted to see me. You know, yeah. so that's all. Yeah. V- yeah. V- so. Vito, uh, Brad talked some about him on Friday after he yeah. spoke, and, and kind of maybe. You know, poured some water—not poured some water on him so much, because I mean, you've been very complimentary of him in yeah. the past, I and mean, he was making some plays on Saturday. I guess how do you—you talk, know—he talks about raining him in and just kind of controlling his. Yeah, how do you? see Well, that working out? you know, he—he he did get—he uh, got a little injury. Uh, he'll be—he'll be back, but um, you know, just uh, one of those uh, effort plays on uh, yesterday. I guess it was that he got a little bit dinged up, but uh, you know, Vito. He's going to be a very good football player. All, all players are different, you know, with the way they learn, with the way they play, um, you know, the way they act, and uh, so, you know, he's he's definitely a live one, and he plays that way. I think you guys can see that, and uh, you know, I don't want to say anything. It's not in a bad way. It's just sometimes off the field, you got to make sure he's he's in line as well. You know what I mean? But he's been no issues. I mean, uh, so you know, he's getting better and. Uh, you know, can be a very good football player. How about
0: Steve? One of those uh, better to say, wowed than video.
2: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's one of those. <laughs> <laughs> without a doubt. It's
3: a little yeah. like Joel Williams he
2: Yeah. He is. He's playing. Um, you know what? You know, in our package, it's a. That's a. You know what we call medium package. It's not a true nickel package. It's what we could run on first, second down with big people or five DBs. Uh, like we do with uh, Vito or Joel or D Rob, and D Rob did quite a bit of that two years ago, you know, prior to his injury. Uh, and so, uh, you know, we have that ability. You know, we're, we're uh, you know with JJ down, we're a, a touch stand, an outside backer, and we have some DBs with a lot of experience that could do some things. So we just got to use the, the talent the best way we can. What have, have
0: you seen, We've seen, any- seen from uh,
2: Rosenthal so far? Um, He's going to be a good player, you know. Uh, you know, I feel like there um, is very athletic. He looks different in his, in his pads, um, you know, because, you know, when you come in, he's got that length, you know. But uh, you put the pads on him and he plays a little bit more physical than, than maybe, you know, when you see him without his pads on. You know, he's a long guy, uh, very athletic, um, definitely going to help us. Have you seen consistency from any of the quarterbacks? Um, it, you know, I, I don't want to make too many comments. Too many people read all that. You know, um, he, he, I think like you would expect through five practices, some guys will, you know, each of them are having their moments where it's like, wow, really good, and then they're making some mistakes. So, um, you know, we'll continue to evaluate it, but I think all the guys are playing good, and I mean it. Not just saying that. Down the line, um, you know, we seem to talk about the top three, but there's some other guys down the line there that are that are going to be really good players. They're doing some good things.
0: Did you
3: Rashawn Lewis like had a stop. really good Saturday. Were you surprised at all by that? And, and where Rashawn Lewis? Uh huh. Where do you sort of put expectations for a guy like that?
2: Um, you know, we'll just continue to bring him along. He's he's showing up quite a bit, you know, which is really good. You know, that's a position that we need somebody to show up and make plays. He's doing that, he's been consistent, so I like that. You know, has like he
3: been doing that just here in practice, or is he just a gamer because the fans were there?
2: Well, no, he's he's done it in practice as well. Yeah, he's been pretty good, pretty consistent. What brought, brought he him okay. Okay. Uh, okay. here, coach? what
0: brought
2: him up from
0: the
2: I don't know. We got fortunate. He's a good player. We recruited him. He was open, so himself. he's here.
0: Oh, he's here. <laughs> okay, that was head coach Mark Stoops uh, on Tuesday, talking to the media. He seemed to be pretty pleased with the way things had gone so far. He gave the team off uh, an off day on Wednesday before they got back to practice on Thursday. After the break, you'll hear from UK offensive coordinator Liam Cohen
1: getting there. You know, I think that um, we're getting better every day. I mean, I think it's it's obviously a process for us. uh, Still only about 19 practice or 20 practices into the system, but um, definitely feel better about where we're at than I did probably in this at the end of the spring. Um, You know, just the operation has been better. Getting, Getting guys in and out of the huddle, you know, creating different tempos in and out of the huddle and just uh, the run game in general. There's a lot of different things for these guys, and I feel like they've done a nice job throughout these five practices and definitely deserve a day off.
2: How deep do you think today you could go at receiver, and where do you want
1: to be? I, I think right now probably about six to seven right now. I think that I feel good about playing with right now. Um, you know, Obviously, the more depth we can add to that position, the better because of how much mileage goes on those guys. Um, and I think that we'll do some different things from pers- different personnel groupings that will help with some of the depth issues that we do have at the, run- at the wide receiver position. But um, I do feel good about some of the young guys, you know, had, had a pretty solid training camp so far. We just got to get them a little bit more work with the older guys. How have the running backs taken to the, the added role in the, the passing game? I think very well. I mean, those guys are all such capable catchers out of the backfield and, and also splitting them out wide and doing some empty things with them and just trying to be multiple within different personnel groupings to get guys touches because we do have some, um, obviously some guys in that backfield that are playmakers and difference makers that we need to get the ball to in other ways besides just handing them the ball. And I think that these guys have done a really nice job so far in the passing.
3: Is that something you came in planning to do? Is that in the binder you presented to Mark Stoops? Or did you kind of look at the personnel once you got here and were like, okay, this is how we can use those guys? It's a
1: great question. It it was more of once we got here. That really wasn't a a huge part of my initial thought process. It wasn't. Um, You know, some other teams around the NFL do some really good things in in multiple backfield sets. And when you get here and you get around Chris and Smoke, Jatan, you meet LaValle, you got Tisdale. I mean, there's... Torrance Davis coming along, I mean, it's, a, it's a packed backfield, so, well, how do you get all those guys' touches? Well, it's really hard to get all those guys' carries, but we can get them touches in multiple different ways, and um, I think that was something kind of we evolved to. fame is,
3: how he's coming right now?
1: I, see he I just absolutely love the kid, you know, just the type of kid that just wants to do everything right, um, he's extremely diverse in his skill set and his toolbox. Um, you know, he can play, he can split out out wide, catch the football in the backfield, run the ball, run the ball, you know, catch it from the backfield. I mean, he just can do so many different things and he's a smart football player. That's what really allows us to be able to do some of those things is the kid putting the work in and his overall football IQ and knowledge, I think is really sharp. Have you decided whether you're going to be on the field or up in the booth yet? I haven't really, you know, I did both scrimmages in the spring on the field. I've done both. Um, I'm leaning towards being on the field right now. Uh, especially probably for the ULM game, I believe we'll be down on the field. I like to be able to communicate with the quarterback, look him in his eyes, see the look in his eyes, see if he's a little rattled. Got to calm him down, or you know, try to treat that deal a like game day like a caddy. You know, I'm just this caddy, just trying to get him through the next shot, next play, next play mentality. So I do like to have that dialogue on the field. Isaiah seems to take it to tight end pretty well. How, how do you like that fit so far? Love it, love it. The kid's just coming along. He's such a good kid. Um, and just finding a role for guys same thing really what we're trying to get accomplished with some of the backs We're just trying to find more roles for people to be able to contribute on the offensive side of the ball Because the more guys that are involved the more buy-in the more sell for these kids to be bought into what we're trying to get accomplished And All hands on deck.
0: You said in the spring you were looking for a point guard at quarterback. Yep. Are you seeing signs of that or is it too early to make any determinations on
1: that? It's better. It's getting better. Um, You know, I think that in the spring, these guys were just so worried about themselves, rightfully so. Just trying to figure out how to take a snap and run a run play that they had never done before. A lot of similar with the pass game, but um, you're starting to see a little bit more overall big picture understanding from the quarterbacks and trying to be a little bit more involved and maybe getting somebody pre-aligned, realigned you know getting guys set little things like that where maybe in the spring we had a little bit more narrow vision than wide vision which we're trying to get to
0: a lot of good stuff
2: more. has been written mm-hmm. about well mm-hmm. and in almost every one of the articles uh, the implication has been that he's been handpicked mm-hmm. can you kind of clarify that what exactly advantage would he
0: have from uh, a relationship with you
1: you know I, if really at the end of the day he's came you know behind all those guys because i wasn't able to do anything with him the spring yeah did i have a uh, relationship and recruited him a little bit out of high school. But, I, I mean, that was a couple phone calls. You know, that wasn't much of a true relationship. Um, really, what he's come out and done is a testament to his work ethic and, and the, the type of kid he is and how smart he is and how he prepares. And, um, you know, he's doing a nice job just like those other guys. But uh, whatever, at the end of the day, if he's the guy, he's going to be because he earned it, not because he was handed it.
3: So much the spring practice was talking about install and just making sure the guys were comfortable in the playbook. And then you have this awkward sort of summer gap where you're not really able to check in on them a whole right. lot. Are you happy with just the level of retention and how comfortable everyone is with just the scheme in general? Yeah, that's
1: another good question. I think that our players, our leadership this sport, this summer did such a nice job Excuse me, of getting the guys together and, and running plays on air and just being out there without the coaches. The guys like Luke Fortner... You know, Kinnar, those guys, Chris Rodriguez, Ali, getting those guys together to do some things that they've been running these plays. Now, have they been running them on air against no defense? Yes, but it was the operation that we needed to continue to get better at. And I think that those guys took it upon themselves to say, well, shoot, we can't just let the last time we run these plays to be in the spring game. And now they can go to training camp and expect it to all work. They took it upon themselves. They put the work in and, and, and it's starting to show up.
0: Lewis had a lot of people buzzing from the fan Yeah. Practice made some really competitive. No doubt. Type catches. Has, has he been showing that? He
1: has. That? He has. He showed it in the spring, too. You know, Rasan's a, a savvy football player who has unbelievable ball skills. And he's, I mean, the kid's got like a 40-inch vertical. I mean, he can jump through the roof. So um, he definitely showed up last Saturday, and, and he's continued to do so. I mean, another good play the other day. So um, guys keep showing up. Obviously, getting get more playing time. but. Uh, it's really – I've been happy for Rasan and his development over the last few practices. Okay, folks, thank you very much. Thanks,
0: guys. Okay, that was offensive coordinator Liam Cohen. And next up, we have U.K. defensive coordinator coordinator Brad White, who we talked to earlier today.
3: Oh, it's great to be back at a podium, huh? <laughs> how, was, uh, how was the defense in the first few days of practice? You know what? I, I've been – I was pleased today with the energy, you know, today we did a little bit of third down, started installing that, so, you know, still plenty to, to clean up, we're going to need all those days all the way till, you know, September 4th, but the energy of this group is good, and they need to keep it that way, you know, I was expecting it would be like that with the, the strong senior leadership we have on every single level. And, you know, the, the mixture of adding those young guys in and that, that young sort of enthusiasm that they have, you know, excited to be out there. And, and the thing that that's really good is the sort of the camaraderie they're showing to each other. You know, young guys feeling like they can, you know, cheer on old guys and vice versa, the old guys getting fired up for young guys making plays. So that's what's good. Again, still a lot to clean up, um, you know, in, in, in this. I'm just I just like the energy. On the defensive line, you've
1: got a lot of guys who spent last year as freshmen. How how, how did those guys use that year, and uh, how have they just have you seen them grow? You know, in this camp.
3: I have, You know what? I, from a movement standpoint, for those those guys up front, I think they're moving better. Um, last year, I think they were a, a little rigid in, in some of their movements. You know, having a whole year with with Coach Ed, Coach Hill there in the weight room. Um, you know, an entire year with Coach Stewart, working those steps, working the footwork. Hey, listen, when you're a young guy and you're a young D lineman and you come in and you've got a 300 pounder that's about six inches away from your face, you're not really thinking about stepping and moving away from like, you're making sure that you try not to get knocked off the ball. So. Now they can they can do two things at once. All right, they can chew they can walk in chew bubble gum. They can move while striking. So um, that that's growth. You know, we're we're not there yet, but we're getting there. Fred, how many safeties can you actually play? It seems like you're so deep at that position. How do you find ways to get all these guys involved? You know what, I I think it'll naturally sort of take care of itself. You know, if you try to force too many things, you know, listen, we got plenty of reps. Coach does a nice job of of getting us enough reps out of practice. So um, I don't think any of those guys would complain that they're they're not tired at the end of practice. (laughs) They get plenty. Uh, They run enough. And so they'll all get work, which is good because then we can get a a clean eval for each single one of them. Um, It'll be good to see in the scrimmage you know, really it cleans it up a little bit when you when you have to tackle to the ground. Who can make open field tackles? That's a huge part of being a safety. Um, and then having the knowledge and the understanding, there's a lot of different things that happen, a lot of different motions and shifts, uh, checks, alignments. Uh, so that, that'll just sort of clean out itself. But hey, listen, you can't, I think coach has said it before, is that you can't have enough DBs. You can't have enough quality DBs in this league. Are you getting the level of play from Devontae? You know, you know, compared to where he was that last year,
2: is he you know feeling more like
3: himself? D Rob, yeah, yeah. D Rob is starting to look more like himself. You know, he's uh, you know weight wise, it's down, which is great. He looks you know so much better, you can tell the confidence level that he's playing with right now. Um, so that's encouraging to see. He's, he's making plays, and with every play that he makes, it adds to the confidence level. And so much about that position is just building the confidence back, and. Uh, He's going to have to be a big contributor for us. There's no doubt about that. Have there been any pass catchers in particular that kind of give you guys some headaches? No, I I think that the whole group, you know, over there is doing a good job. I think, uh, you know, for me, from a a defensive side looking on, I I never really, when we go against our offense, it's not about, hey, which number is out there, who's catching balls, who's giving us issues. Um, It's more about the scheme of the defense, and so... I'd be lying to say that one or, or two are doing better than the others. You know, you'd have to ask, you know, the offense, Is this, guess. Is that offense, is that
1: something you all foresee, like,
3: seeing regularly this fall at all? You know what? <laughs> you never know what you're going to see from year to year. I, it's funny, offenses, defenses are the same way. You know, you have these offseason clinics. You get together, and then they become sort of an offense or a system or – you know really plays of the year and then you see every team run them even if it didn't used to be sort of based to their package that they run it every week and, and really what we'll you know everybody sees is the plays that hurt you early in the season you know you're going to have to defend them the rest of the season so we've got to do a good job of trying to limit you know those plays that that get us exposed um, and if we do get exposed just be ready we're going to see it for you know 10
1: the, games.
3: The court, the court, you, uh, you suspect other than who do you see stepping up and being that is going really shine on it over there you know what I've been there's certain guys that have flashed um, but to to isolate one you know I think this early I, I really think you need to sort of get through a first scrimmage and say okay who can really who can pin a ball carrier to the ground in a live scrimmage when hey the ball's moving there's tempo hey who can really rush the passer when it's hey, I've gotten a breath, I've sit down, I know it's a blitz period. Hey, that's easy to tee off. But can you do it in a live game situation? And it's so so funny. Sometimes you feel like, hey, man, we just had a great week, you know, of defense against the offense. You go into a scrimmage and then you just get, you know, you get whitewashed. And it's because it's completely different. Scripted practice reps are different than non-scripted scrimmage reps. So to, to be able to, to tab anybody this early, you know, I think would be, you know, unfair.
0: And, uh, you know, Brad, how, how challenging uh, has it been for you with Liam coming in with his new system to kind of coordinate with him to make sure that the offense and the defense folks get good bang for their buck? You know what, I, I don't
3: think it's been – that challenging. Yes, there are certain plays that, that we may see that they don't, that's not necessarily based to their system, um, but what they're doing offensively is great for our guys. And so, you know what, I, I don't see it as a, a negative, I see it as a positive, I see it as our guys having to adapt and adjust to things uh, that are a little bit new. I think it's great for us coaches to be able to have to adapt on the fly. Uh, so, for for the few, you know, negatives of maybe not getting a, a self-scouted rep or whatnot, you know, I think the positives way, you know, far outweigh that. You're not letting up on him at all, are you? So they, I'm just. I ask Coach Cohen every day if he could just let up on me a little. bit. How's KJ Weaver progressing? Uh, moving along. You know, it's it, again. I think he's sort of on track. He's working hard. That's all we can ask. Uh, and, and we'll be patient and very, very methodical in terms of how we uh, incorporate them back. But from an effort standpoint, from a locked-in mental standpoint, you can't ask for anything more than what he's giving. Thank you, Coach. Uh, we got the. Uh
0: okay that'll do it for this edition of the john clay podcast uh, remember we are doing a position by position series a breakdown of the uk football roster with my colleague uk football beat writer josh moore of the herald leader at kentucky.com the first installment on the uk quarterbacks has already been posted uh, next up will be the running backs we'll have that posted in the next day or two so be sure and be on the lookout for that also be on the lookout for our sports pass sports only digital subscription to kentucky.com thirty dollars for the first year, go to my Twitter feed, John Clay IV. There, right at the top, the pinned tweet has all the information about it. You'll get all of our UK football, UK basketball, UK recruiting, columns, high school coverage, all there. $30 for the first year. Or go to kentucky.com, click on that. And go to the subscription tab. Check out all the offers for either a print subscription to The Herald Leader or a digital subscription to Kentucky.com. We appreciate everybody who supports our work at The Herald Leader and Kentucky.com. I appreciate everybody who supports the podcast. You can do so by subscribing and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio Podcasts. Like I said, you can follow me on Twitter, John Clay IV, or shoot me an email, jclay at her- world com. Thanks again for listening. We'll be talking to you again soon.